I love Demon very much, and I hope they love Demon Self too. She yeah. seems to be laughing while she's telling, like, like she thinks it's cute or funny or something. And I appreciate that because it is funny. It is funny. Uh, one day, honey, I, I think you'll look back on this and go, what the hell was that all about? What was that? What was I doing? I was a demon? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appreciate the emails at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. And, of course, the voice message is at 818-253-1693. And uh, check out the merch at store.ymhstudios.com, a new uh, shirtless T-shirt, so to speak, and uh, YMH, Rational Recovery, me and Christina. And now the Booth Boys. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. Woo! How you doing, man? I am doing good. I, I have a little bit of a head of steam. I was... Thinking about a lot of things during the night, a lot of stuff on my mind. But before I do, I want to get right to emails, all right? Because uh, we have good ones. So here we go. Uh, Dr. Drew, I was curious what happened when someone who poops once a month dies. So what's going to happen if any were to die? That's really what we're, what we're, what we're getting into here. I understand the postmortem voiding of bowels happens as muscles relax. Just consult South Park. But I did a little digging and found that voiding of the bowels isn't a consistent thing. They got me thinking about what would happen with someone who is actively holding back a crazy dump for weeks on end. Would it be just an insane mess? Uh, how would that even work if the decrease is wearing skinny jeans, if the deceased, rather? Uh, thank you, E. So, Andy, have you ever thought about that? Uh, have I ever thought about dying? No, like what would happen if you were to die? Would you suddenly evacuate your bowels and there would be some nine-foot uh, cable left behind in your, in your wake? Or uh, Let me get this straight. You're asking me if you think that you're you're wondering if I think about Not when that. I die. Yeah, well, you make a big mess. Yeah, you think yeah, about a lot of to your poop? you think about a lot of interesting things, Andy. And I thought this one might have occurred to you. Well, let me tell you one thing: I never think about, and that would be shit. My that friend. would be it. You don't in, think in any capacity, I in any see. shape or form. For I any get reason. it. You dissociate yourself yeah. from all thoughts of shit. But does the fact that you might lay down a nine foot log after you die affect your desire to hold all that back in? Well, I tell you what, man, it didn't. Um, but you know, now that I think about it, it sure sucks. Yeah, it sure sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it does sort of, sort of really suck. Cool. But you won't be Thanks, around. E. Well, you might, but you <laughs> believe it. You believe in ghosts, so you might be around to see this. You know, oh, your cool. ghost, your ghost might be sitting there going, "Oh, oh. Jesus, that's embarrassing." Well, using my own logic against me. This is good. Mm-hmm. All right, Just I see where this beliefs, is going. Beliefs, your okay, belief okay, system. Okay. Yeah. So, so he, the reality is, E, who is our emailer here, um, not much would really happen if 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 you were to. Yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> if, How you like that? E. <laughs> fucking asshole. We're starting. We're whoa. attacking this early in the morning. Huh? Got a little energy there. We're already attacking. Huh? Ooh, no, no, no. Just, just, just checking things out. Uh, if if any were to hang by the neck, like he were to be hung, whoa. Whoa. then he would expel all that stool because that is a pressure thing that is associated with that kind of thing sometimes. But if he were just someone who died natural causes, people don't usually, they relax, but not, stool is sort of up, up in, it's packed in, it doesn't really kind of flow out. I mean, if you had diarrhea, there'd be something flowing out. The butthole uh, muscle would have to be extremely loose for that to happen, right? Yeah, and then we know that Andy's got the abdominal, butthole, yeah, right? he's got the pelvic musculature of uh, fucking, you know, uh, body, you know, someone who's lifting weights with those muscles. All right. Uh, hi, Hitler. Oh, one simple question. If there's one track, tunnel tube, or what have you, between the mouth and the butthole, would there not also be a side or runoff tube to your genitalia as well? Oh, my God. Hold on. T- can, can you repeat that? Uh, let me a just see. I'm just tube? wondering if I blew a load in someone, could it come out their mouth? So this person, mm. this genius, is putting the genital system in contact with the gastrointestinal system. Idiot which the only time they could ever connect is if you got an abscess in one and the abscess eroded into the other and you develop something called like a rectovaginal fistula. You can, you can, the bladder is it. Show me that, show me the cross section that I always have to go to every show. It's incredible, but here we go. Uh, I'm here to serve. Uh, so the bladder, the genital and the colon, the, the GI tract, are all separate systems. They do not connect in any way. The vagina uh, is outside the body. 
right? It's a, it's a pocket that's outside the body. The cervix is the entrance to the uterus, which is the inside of the uterus is inside the body. The colon, what are you showing me? I just want the cross section of the pelvis. Uh. Yeah, just, the colon is connected to a tube, your small bowel that connects to your stomach, well, duodenum, stomach, esophagus, and out your mouth. You do not blow a load and then it comes out the mouth. You do not put it in the mouth and it comes anywhere near the bladder or the genital tract. Ooh, look at that. That's a nice one. Is that a goodie? That's a good one. Yeah, that one that's up. So there you see right in the middle is the vagina with the uterus in cross-section and the uterus is inside the body. That's a sterile space. Vagina outside the body. The colon just to the left there. A tube that connects all the way up to the mouth outside the body. Unless you penetrate that wall, you can make connections between those three, the, bla the bladder now and the urethra over on the right. The, give me your, there you go. There you can are. you could have pathologic tumors and infections can create connections amongst these three, but in in healthy life, these are evolved separately. They are developmentally different. They are genetically different. The bladder there is outside the body. I'm sorry, um, inside the body. It's kind of a sterile space. So bladder is sort of a unique thing. I mean, the ureters which go up to the kidney, that's inside the body. The bladder, mm. the bladder. As you know, people can sound the bladder. And it kind of doesn't really do too much to you, although I'm not recommending it. Sound the bladder? Sounding? You go all the way? That's what they do with those sounding devices. Oh, yes. Ooh, hold, they can. hold on. You they mean can. you mean medically. Like, that's that's not part of the... Like, the sex part isn't I like you're going when, all the way up into the bladder. I, that's think just... when, I think I've heard of people getting them lost in the bladder. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. I know. And you can perforate the bladder. It can be a big mess. But, but uh, the point is, bladder is a little bit of a special situation. <clears throat> it's both... It's mostly inside the body. It's mostly a sterile space. So, oh boy, well, yeah. So, oh, so, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy. So, in answer to this guy's question, if yeah. white comes out of the lady's mouth, then she should go to the emergency room immediately. She will be sick. She will not be. You will not. You don't walk around with a rectovaginal fistula. Just hey, look, wow, magically a right. stool coming out my vagina. No, you would have had some illness that made the abscess connect. You would have felt bad. You're already in the emergency room. If that's you're the case. already knowing you're not normal. Something's not right. All right, Hitler, anytime I think about beating off, uh, my sense of hearing seems to get tuned up. <laughs> Any help me with this. Whenever uh, they think of beating off? He thinks of beating off, and his, uh, he's, he's, his auditory acuity goes up. I could be all alone behind locked doors at 3 a.m., but as soon as I turn on the VPN and open up the private browser window, it's like I've got spidey senses. The clock on the wall sounds like a jackhammer. <laughs> all my neighbors suddenly seem to wake up with full bladders and troll-like feet, so he's in an apartment building. I, I'm wondering if there's something biological going on that makes us more sensitive to sounds. When horny, I often find myself awake late at night, needs a jerk off to my Delta White mouse pad. Hell yeah. What is that? Oh, Delta White? She makes great mouse pads. Show me. All right. Who's Delta White? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Am I going to... Am I... Uh, stand by. We might need a blur. Oh, <laughs> we might need a blur. So she's a porn star? Uh, yeah, she's an actress, and uh, you know there are people that just collect mouse pads of her, and people get really stoked. Fuck yeah! <laughs> you don't your, you don't is, like? No, she's very lovely. Is this your zone, Annie? Is this the the whose zone is this not? <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. It's uh, it's my zone too. I, I I get it. I mean, it's a little bit uh, fabricated. You know what I'm saying? That that's something a little tough for me. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, you get past it. Uh, but pretty, very nice. Uh, so. Are all those mouse pads, those become mouse pads? Uh, if you want them to, yeah. I think you could get I some see. custom mouse pads. And, I see. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, let me finish this question. Uh, before falling asleep, I jerk off to my Delta White mouse pad, but that's exactly when my Steve Rogers bionic ears turn on. I am a fucking Jew, it says. What? <laughs> that's the other part of that, uh, of that uh, uh, what is it, that? Reference. Delta White mouse pad. That's the other part of that reference. The guy who was showing off his Delta White mouse pad. I don't think I saw that. Be a, uh, I don't think I've seen that video, gentlemen. I think you've been withholding this from me. Mm, I don't know. You, you see most of it. I, I see a lot, <laughs> and, and, a lot. I, and I, I, my my poor little brain gets overwhelmed by all the stimulus. But I'd love to see that one again if it's available, just so I can uh, we now don't, contextually. We don't have it ready. Oh, to go ready. guys. No. Maybe next show. Uh, any event, uh, I would love to see that. But uh, yeah, so I don't know, Nenny, does your ear hearing tune up? Uh, that one day you tried to not masturbate for the day when you woke up in the middle of the night, could you hear the neighbor snoring? Uh, no, I, I mean, that sounds maybe just like a him thing. I, I've never heard of that, but um, try ASM ASMR. I bet that would uh, bet you'd like it. 
Okay, cool. That's what I'd say. Okay. Wait, but isn't this actually like uh, Drew? I remember you saying like, um, like there were people that uh, when they were thi- like right when they were about to do their first bump of cocaine or something like they'd have, throw up. Like they'd have a, f- a physical reaction. Yes. So there Maybe is. Maybe some- having a physical reaction. No, no, he is. He, he he is, and it's what I'm wondering is it unusually unique to him? I've not heard of that before. I can't say that I've experienced that or heard of anybody experiencing that. And he doesn't even experience it, and he's the master. And so I, I don't, it's just his thing. It's whatever. I mean, it makes sense from an evolutionary perspective, right? You're trying to reproduce, you're out in the savannah, and you got to find something. Your, your hearing could be useful. Um, remember that guy that was uh, upset that people were calling him daddy on the, on the stream? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm becoming that guy for the question about testicles and semen. The more I protest, the more people send me questions about it. That, you think, that, think that's happening? That white stored in the balls? Yes. Because it's not. It's not. Dr. Drew, when a man ejaculates, does the semen draw from both testicles or does it alternate each time? Don't, don't call me daddy. Don't call me daddy. Please, you guys, don't call me daddy. Don't call me daddy. Really, I like girls. Don't, don't, don't call me daddy. Don't call me daddy. Please, please. I'm a nice guy. Don't call me daddy. I think that's what this is. But I'm obliged to answer your questions as they come. And um, because the only sperm comes from the testicles and really not much fluid, all the fluids produced by the prostate, it's all just both testes. If you have them, just slowly producing cells that are coming up the vas deferens and dumping into the seminal vesicles, mixing with the sperm, with the semen, which is produced by the uh, prostate. All right, I'm a recovering fentanyl addict. I'm on 8 milligrams Suboxone a day. I've been wanting to microdose mushrooms. Wondering if it was safe to do. Well, on Suboxone, don't do that. Dude, your recovery is deeply in trouble. Hey, Hitler, for years I've had a weird sense of smell. Most of the time I can't smell anything unless it's a strong smell. Oftentimes I smell things that other people don't. Um, It's like I have a selective nose. Is this common? I'm sure I've had a traumatic brain injury. Oh, really? Hmm. About 10 years ago I hit my head while snowboarding. I forgot my name for a few hours, but I never went to the doctor. Don't know if anything to do with it. Just curious. Never yes. went to the doctor? I know. I listened. Didn't we talk about this last couple of shows, how you guys don't see your doctors where you should? And... No, no, no. If I had a, a traumatic head injury, I would go to a doctor. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, I would not. Yeah, see? See how you are? See how you are? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yes, that could that can absolutely affect your olfactory sense for sure. And that's a sign that you've had a brain injury and you still might want to go to the doctor and see if there's anything, any residual you need to worry about. Ooh, white after I pee. We have had haven't had this one for a little while. Booth boys, I pee. Every last drop comes out. I do that stroking my dick once or twice to get the drops out. I do that. I can feel more pee coming out. So I squeeze the head for the final drops and it's not pee. It's white. Comes out slowly, cuts thick. Not much comes out. Maybe around a teaspoon. Teaspoon is a lot, dude. That you'd be surprised how much a teaspoon is. You're talking about a drop. Uh, there was I no also orgasm. Think he means clear. It's not white. It's I not think you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Andy. I think you're absolutely right. So I got my, my finger and I smell it. Smells like white, but not really. Uh, is this normal? This is mucus. Look, your prostate produces. Uh, he also says. Uh, Happens when he hasn't masturbated for a while. Keep him high and tight. Blah blah blah. So yes, you no, can leak balls. semen. You can have you can have test you know seminal vesicles that are full that leak some semen when you urinate happens, or when you have a large bowel movement. But really, what this is is a lubricant and and uh, just uh, mucus. Your 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 prostate is also an immune organ. Not only is it producing the semen, it's also helping with immune function to keep the urethra lubricated uh, so the sperm can head down there. And uh, and immunologically sort of protected, and so some of that ju- that thick stuff that comes out later is that. So, would you prescribe him to nothing jerk I, off more? Uh, that's up to him. That's a personal choice, as they say. I think you should do that. Uh, oh, this is a weird one. Eh, well, should we do this one? All right, because I, I wanted to get some. Let's do some videos. Let's do videos. Come on now. Can you faint when giving birth? Yes. But go ahead. Got any videos for me? Let's do the, uh, wait a minute. I saw Meth Mouth Cool Guy. I'd like to see that. That caught my attention. You you wanted Meth Mouth Cool Guy. I do. I see it up there. Yeah, here it comes. Okay. You see it? Why you guys want to come on my channel and start stuff calling me names? Meth Mouth? Well, yeah. Fuck these teeth. Yeah. Put your hands up. 
Yeah, he might not be meth mouth. He might be just guy who doesn't have proper dental plates. So he's holding them in when he talks. Man. Yeah. Do you have any other stuff with him? Uh, this is the only one that we have for him. But I mean, do like is it po- like people's just entire all their teeth just fall out naturally? Oh, that happens a lot. At this person's age? It happens a lot. Really? Well, and not only do they fall out, they pull them out because they're such a mess. And so they he obviously has dental care. He has a plate. And uh, yeah, usually it's people that they could eat. Well, meth addicts is a, is a great way to get to that place, meth addiction. So maybe he was a meth addict or just poor dental hygiene. That's enough to get you lose your teeth. It, you get gum disease. And some people are more prone to caries, more prone to dumb, dumb gum disease than others. And you can, yeah, it can be a big trouble. I like the Jeez. look of that, though. Look with the spitting out the plates. Right? Yeah. There's got to be more with that guy, right? I mean, I'm sure he didn't just post one thing to his account. And what's on his uh, bandana? What is the pattern on there? It looks kind of weird. Uh, yeah, is there anything meaningful in there? A little, it looks, little, it's a little not. I guess it looks it's like a, maybe a yeah, nucleus. It's, it's maybe a, he's a I, scientist. I think it's a paisley. Like little weird paisley. Mm. All right. All right. What else you got? That's whetted my appetite with a little dental plate oh, yeah. let spitting. Me, let me get. Oh, you know what? I think you're really going to like this. But I, but, he, but he, before you show me, I'll just say it. So I would caution you when you see people like Fed Smoker talking like this, uh, think math, but it can also be problems with uh, you know the teeth that people are like, this guy be holding his teeth in his mouth, quite literally. Those, those, yeah, aren't, those aren't properly fitted. Yeah, how does it stay in there? Is there like a locking there, You can either get implants where you actually lock them but the, you know you ever seen uh, is it denture cream? Denture you know, that's, cream, dude. Look it up. Uh, it's just it's a glue essentially. You put it on the denture, and you push it up there. Is that what's called? denture cream? I think it's called. I mean, I'm sure there's many different versions, but that's the one that denture oh, grip. Yeah. I think denture grip. Poly grip. Poly grip. There it is. Poly grip. C bond. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Poly grip. That's what it is. Poly grip. Fix a dent. Yeah, these are all things just there to secure wow. your dentures. These are just tooth glue. You. You know how lucky you are to be young and healthy, guys. When as you get older, shit goes down. Oof. And uh, look at all the the Madison Avenue efforts to make sure you get there fixing it. Right? That's how many people have oh, uh, those plates. Mm-hmm. Is nice. there a, is there ever like a? Because I thought I saw the, like some mechanisms where it's like they drill. Yes, like they, they can that put lock in. Like yes, a locking yes, mechanism? yes. They do. They they can put these uh, implants in that sort of lock them in, and that's a, a much more desirable thing, of course. But that's expensive. And our buddy here, I don't think, has that uh, those kinds of resources. So he's using the polygrip. Good yeah. times. All right. All right. Well, what do you got coming up? Um, so this is a really fun one that I think is going to make you lose it. Do you, do you remember the, the guy that had the really inappropriately large uh, liger as a pet? Kind of, yes. Yeah, let, yes. Let, let me show you to, uh, to freshen it up. Okay, the first one. You're going to be the yeah. first one? Okay. I do sort of remember this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't see this video, though. This looks like CGI. Easy boy. Oh, my God. Give me chance. That cat could bite his head off in two seconds. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Whatever so, you're into, dude. So now, uh, here's a one that's slightly more terrifying oh, than this Oh, shit. Video. You can't look at me. Oh I can touch you. Oh my god. Oh my god. He thinks it's funny. Silly kitty. That was my this, milkshake. Is this like a like a cocaine king down in uh, Colombia or something? I mean, what is this? I don't know how he's acquired his assets. Uh, I just know he's built a really close relationship with this liger type. Thing. And and the liger likes him. The liger's not ready. To- tear his bowels out right yeah now. i mean the liger's like protecting him he thought that that dude oh. coming in for dabs was trying to you know do oh, something i see God damn it. how old is that liger is it young still that i don't know and what is a i don't really know what a liger is it's a it's a cross right yeah it's a cross between a, t- uh, a, a lion why and a tiger. why do people do that so, because they come out way bigger than either species. Oh my god! Yeah, like these are insanely. Oh my god! Yeah, what's wrong with people? Oh my god! Okay, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm disturbed deeply. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for that animal too. Okay. Yeah, those I mean, always come out with uh, 
issues. I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard those are like always, they're not supposed to be alive. So they always are fucked up. Like, <laughs> right. Way too big. Irritable? Uh, I think, yeah. Like, I think irritable. they're probably all sterile. Oh. They're fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're trying to play God out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Horrible or, or hilarious? Um. Oh, you know what? That's actually an accident. I think we ran through okay. all the ones that we had. All right. Uh, TikTok. Give me a couple TikToks. Then all we're going right. to do some voice messages. Okay. Oh, the tongues again. Is this is a this is a whole thing with people doing their tongue to the phone the European phone sounds. The international phone sounds. I wonder the of these are these mostly international dudes? This guy has a little bit of a French flair about him. He's got a beret and a uh nineteen forty six Tony Walton. Sounds a little American. Yeah, it sounds American. Um I I noticed Tom and Christina were talking about this on one of their recent shows and uh Tom was making the point that somehow these are men trying to display their wares. Like this is me like I'm be good at oral sex because I can make my tongue mimic a right. uh a phone ring. Uh gentlemen, uh disavow yourself of this being arousing to any women, as far as I can tell. Am I am I well, fortunately we don't have any women in the booth right now, but I would say if this is something where you think you are imagining that someone's going to be turned on by this, I would immediately disavow yourself. What, what's a best stronger word than disavow? Like, like just don't, don't think that way and look at yourself, look at yourself. Uh, that's not what women are into. That's what I'm saying. The guy's wagging their tongue. Do you have more of this? More tongue wagging? Uh, I think this might be the only. You did. You gave me a bunch of those a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, well, they're mostly were just gross. It's just a mating call, you know? They're just trying oh, to show their skills. I, we're such, you, we're you so just, messed up. You just did it right now. We're so you, did, you only did one. You got to do it a couple more times. That's how messed up I am. All right, let's do some voice messages. Hey, Dr. G. I've got a tandem question for you and Dr. Jew after dark. All right. So, Nadav, this might be a little bit more on your level, but uh, I dosed last night. I did two tabs of acid, and uh, I just took the most hard fucking cakey, nasty shit I've ever taken in my 31 years of life. And it was a bit intense. I'm also recovering from pneumonia. So, Dr. Drew, how can pneumonia affect your shits and make them awful? And Dr. Nadav, how can acid uh, affect your body and make your shits worse? Keep them high and tight. You bet I'm coming up and make Doctor, after you. And there he goes. Uh, I don't know anything about acid causing constipation. I've never I, seen that. Has, does it? I have some opinions. Does it cause constipation? Uh, it causes crazy shits. In what sense? Uh, it, they come out like chemically. Like they just smell fucking fat. Like they smell like not your shits. Okay. So chemically smell. He, he's really talking about constipation though. And pneumonia, guess what? When you when you're have pneumonia, you're in bed. You're not, you're not moving about. And that causes constipation. And if you were taking cough suppressants, those have codeine in them often, or Vicodin or something of that nature, and that causes severe constipation. So I'm guessing it's some combination of these features. What else we got? Also, I would like to note, this is also another benefit of withholding. <laughs> uh, if you do anything, whether it's spicy, you know, sometimes your shit is spicy and it sucks. Sometimes you do drugs and your shit sucks. Yeah. You don't have to deal with those things. So anymore. so incubating it for long periods of time sort of it cooks all, all that out, out of it? it now, do you ever get periods of uh, excess gas? Uh, no, no, no. I, did, I, don't, I don't do that. Did you ever, before you started withholding, I don't know if you can remember that far back. I don't do that? Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. You don't fart? No. Ever? No, that's not me. All right, Drew. Nadav, help me here. Oh yeah, well, well we've what's just, happening just, is I'm sitting, I'm sitting next to a liar. I, I don't. Have you you ever don't seen it? fart. Have you ever seen it? We've gone through this. Look, man, I've it? never seen you shit either. But yeah, I know I you do that. What, does any does any gas come when you shit? Not, not that I've heard. No. And, not that and I've heard. Hold on now. Hold on. And so, hang on. We've we fumbled into some more treasure here. <laughs> like, just calm down, Nadav. We got to. Sorry. Gotta, this is, I'm already getting. I already feel myself getting mad. I know because <laughs> your your gas is problematic. I understand. It's not but, problematic. But, it's normal. <laughs> Ennies is problematic. What are we doing here, Drew? Ennies, We're on the same team. <laughs> Ennies is superhuman. You know that. So so you, did you ever pass gas in, in your life? Like, do you remember ever a time when that happened? In my life. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember a lot of things, you know, like. But you don't, don't remember know. that. You might have. You don't remember, and, and so I don't, really, I don't do it. You don't. Yes, do it. you no. do. And are I you don't. withholding it? Like you feel like it's coming, and you push it back in, and it resorbs, or what? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I just, 
I just don't, you know. So you, do you have I no ur- no sense of something coming that feels like gas, and which is kind of a when you when you're packed with shit, it's going to be difficult to ascertain. But no, nothing like that. Okay. Uh, and I and does it, hang on is gas problematic because it's a clarion call to the it clown to come out of the shithole? Clarion. I don't even know what that word. Maybe, like, no, no. Is that a, is that a prompt for the clown to show the it clown to show up in your toilet? Is that why you don't fart? No, 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 no. It's right. it's uh it's more like it's it's the step towards the th- other thing that I don't want to do. So ah, so yeah, you don't want to you don't want any action going. No, 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 no. So how do you uh do you have any foods? Do you have any? All right, there's this phenomena called borborygmus, which is your bowels going the bug, you know the gurgling sound that bowels make. Does your does your abdomen ever make that sound? Uh oh my my I, it makes a way weirder sound than that. Okay, yeah. so you're you're working, you're kneading on the stool, and it's making that crunchy sound, that mine, gurgly sound. Mine does a. It sounds like uh man, it sounds like you're like you're wishing around water in your mouth. You know, it's like. Okay, that's called that, a you know? that's called succussion. That's called a succussion Is splash. That bad? Uh, well, it's kind it of a sign it. that things aren't getting out of your stomach effectively, which makes sense. It sure isn't. Yeah, the splash is probably coming from your stomachs, not succession, succussion. Oh, yeah, it, it's... Succussion. There, there it is, there succussion is. meaning. There it is. Uh, so being shaken, especially with violence, shaking the violence, so fluid is present in a cavity. It's, you know, the thorax, oh. the splashing sound. It's made like when you drink too much water and you kind of yes. like have the swish yes. swashing. correct. Uh, but if if your stomach's not emptying, there's often a succussion kind of sound in there, and yeah, uh, I don't day. think other parts of the bowels can make that sound. And so it's got to be something to do with your stomach. And um, and does did you burp? Does gas come out that end? Uh, I mean, from uh, sure, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can burp, and that's okay, and that doesn't yeah. bother you. Mm-hmm. Do you have you ever noticed that if you eat certain foods, it makes any distension or bloating in your bowels, in your stomach, rather? Um. Like nah, if you eat, do you eat spicy stuff? I love. I only eat spicy. Stuff, okay, yeah. but you can tolerate. You're like bionic with that. You can take your Teflon. It doesn't bother you at all. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. So you're lucky essentially, because usually what happens is the the bacteria that live in your gut. Now who knows how you've altered them by packing it so full of shit, but they they cleave some of the stuff, or they get stirred up by some of the things that you send down there, and they cleave off methane. They create methane gas, and that's the smell part. And then some people swallow air while they're drinking and that kind of thing, and that can create gas that goes through. That is not you. Well, this no, is sir. fascinating. No, sir. And 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 how do you you know how do you find other people's flatulence? Is that disgusting to you? Uh, yeah, it's fucking disrespectful. Yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. And, and disrespectful. Be, well, because yeah. any can can hold it back, man. You yeah, just, not, not not just me. I don't know if I could do it. You could do it. Right. Also do it. Yes, I understand. You know yeah, I get what you're saying. Don't put it in my face. I almost broke up with a girl because it happened. Because she, because she, she had a fart. No, she because she burped. She, uh, we, 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 <laughs> we were at Chipotle. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> this is the most craziest shit I ever we heard. Were, we were, uh, we were chilling at Chipotle, and um, like I was, she ranked out. She ripped off a huge burp. Like, bleh. well, it was like we were about to eat. Uh, I put my food down, and it's it's about I'm about to put it in my mouth. Yeah, and she fucking looks over at me and just like it was funny, <laughs> like in my yeah. face, yeah. like Not right funny. in my face. You, you need to you need so to check. I'm yeah. like I'm like here's what's gonna happen right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. You're not gonna come with me. You need to go where you know maybe your house, whatever. Like you're not coming. Uh, and then we'll discuss like why you thought that was funny. And what just we'll happened. discuss. In any how, how was <laughs> how was that funny. discussion yeah. when it happened? How uh, was that? I mean, you know, she she was crying. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just told her I don't like it. I, I don't fuck with that shit. So, so yeah, I, I think that's a pertinent thing because uh, sort of white frat guy humor is burping and farts, oh, right? Oh, yeah. That yeah. really is a white guy thing. No, yeah, I know. I lost I, a lot I, of white I, friends for that. Yeah, and, yeah, and white dude, that's white supremacy there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is white supremacy. <laughs> no, in the, sense that, in the sense that the assumption is you're going to find it funny too as opposed yeah. to going checking in and going, hey, I think farts are funny. What about you? Fuck that shit. And that tells you, be like Annie, hold it in. Farts are funny. But also, I think, like, it's impossible for any to not fart. Like, no, it's not impossible. No, it is impossible because I imagine what would happen if we put a microphone in Annie's bedroom at night while he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. He is just, 
like all Maybe. night. It's possible. All night. It, it, it. It's possible, but you know, some people don't produce a lot of gas, and God only knows what he's doing by packing all that stool in there. Maybe it's maybe the bacteria can't produce. Maybe there's no air to, you know, there's no gas to to be turned into methane. Um, uh, too Go- much cum in these balls. Hold on. There's- Google says it's impossible for someone to never fart. Uh, it might impossible. seem to vanish because you stop being conscious of it, and then it leaks out oh, gradually. That's true. There could be a gradual leak. That's true. That's true. Um, I do get a sense that some people absorb something, though. I, I don't know. I, I Oh, kind of like when you hold your white and it gets absorbed into the bladder? Yes, sort of. Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm uh, withholding judgment. Withholding judgment... Uh, but hey, hey, man! Don't call me daddy. Here we go again. Don't call me daddy. Too much cum in these balls. Don't call me daddy. Yesterday, I was peeing in the shower as per usual. At the end of the stream, came out a white glob. On further investigation, it was semen, uh, but thicker consistency. Since I got sober a few months ago, I've been making romance less often. Uh, I have had an idea with natives. Di- what? I have an idea what natives' diagnosis will be. But I want your thoughts. Do I have AIDS? <laughs> Uh, keep feathering it. Oh, feathering it. I haven't heard that in a while. Uh, the same applies we were talking about before, which was, you know, this, if you haven't ejaculated for a while, seminal vesicles can leak a little bit. Large bowel movement, peeing can create it. But mostly this is just the prostate's function as an immune organ, creating mucus that keeps the uh, urethra lubricated and free of bacteria. So, so um, Idaho road rage. You got something for me on that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is fun. So this is, I don't know if you'll find this funny, but I know that Tom absolutely loves confrontation. <laughs> and this is, I think, peak confrontation. Okay. Around your mouth, drive like a fucking idiot, and oh. motherfuckers like you, God, the motherfucking Rex, you fucking idiot. You was caused Rex. You were speeding on fucking, you fucking, you dumb body, you fucking fuck you, fuck you. Do something, tough guy. Do something, motherfucker! Do something. Oh yeah, you cut me up, punk. Hey, you were tough until I got out, motherfucker. Oh, fuck motherfucker. off! <laughs> Ooh, you like this too, huh? I do. I think they're hysterical. Ooh, what do you find funny? About I, I like. I like the, the when guys do this business to make themselves big. That's you know this, they start and they pump their chest out. They push their chest out, <laughs> and then it's so silly. It's just so silly. And they're, and they're they're not exactly young men. <laughs> That's the other thing I find funny. Like, did you do this when you were twenty two and got over it then, gentlemen? No. And they got their big trucks. I mean, and, you know, it's like it's it's kind of comical. I'd love to know what actually happened. Did he saying that one guy caused an accident? No, I think it's probably just like some cutoff stuff where it's just like you or know, he almost caused an accident. Play a little bit right. again for me. Sure, Let's hear it. The arm flailing is the part I find funny. Hypocrite. Why is he a hypocrite? Oh yeah, you because he told that you know the the guy in the retro was saying you almost caused a wreck, and then the other guy was like, "Hey, but you were speeding earlier." Oh, I see, I see, you're a hypocrite. Oh boy, this is ridiculous. Road rage really is the best. Do you like? Well, it's it's you're saying you grew out of it. Uh, you you grow out of your you know your aggressiveness. Your testosterone drops. Your will to live drops. You get better. Your will so, to live drops. So, <laughs> so, but in California, that shit is dangerous. People pull out guns and knives and stuff. You you don't do that. That's I mean, they're you, like you said, they're in Idaho, so whatever. Oh, yeah. But uh, be be careful. Oh, yeah, people are ready to puff their chest. The uh, chest high jeans in high school. I found out when I experienced high levels of pain, I faint. This happened three times. I want to hurt my knee once when I bruised my cartilage in my knuckle most recently when drinking water and swallowing incorrectly now i'm very worried the idea of giving birth after i let my husband dump his clip in me can you faint while giving birth if so what the fuck happens it's very common fainting is not at all uncommon during childbirth and uh you'll get through it and is that because of the 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 pain the pain and sometimes changes in blood flow i mean it would not be that unusual to to have changes in your sensorium for sure uh let's hear another voice message Hey, Dr. Mommy. This is Austin from Indiana. I'm 26, five foot seven, weigh about 150 pounds. I don't have any major health complications. I don't use any drugs. I drink occasionally, but not to excess. Your conversations with any about dissociation make me want to ask this. Um, a few times a year, no more than three or four days, I wake up and feel completely emotionless. 
things that would make me laugh still make me laugh, but I don't get any feelings of lasting happiness or joy. I can't feel sad. There's nothing that really makes me angry. I just feel confused about things. You know, if people knew something was going to make me angry, then why'd they do it is the, the feeling that I get. It doesn't really bother me because it never lasts more than a day at a time, but it does bother my fiance. Um, just trying to get an idea of what's going on, see if it might be a therapy situation. Yeah. Um, it could be like a neuroscience thing or just yeah. how I am. Yeah, yeah, Any information yeah. you provide would be very appreciated. Yeah. How you so, come. Okay, buddy. So, so Austin, interesting. I That is not dissociation, right? That's something different. That's n- kind of, and it's not numbing because you're not saying I feel numb. You're saying I just am emotionless. And that, th- there's a quality that you're, giving me that's called schizoid. Uh, People that are schizoid can be a little cold and distant and sort of absent of emotion. So it is kind of a neuroscience slash psychological psychiatric thing. Um, You might want to get more fully assessed. My fear is that there is something neurological going on contributing to this. And so I would want to do a kind of a complete evaluation to make sure there's not a a neurological disorder explaining this because there can be all kinds of unusual things that do this sort of stuff. You know, I'm not saying you have any of these things, but Huntington's disease, Lewy body, you know, all these things have neuropsychiatric sequelae with them. So I absolutely would get a, I'd probably see a neurologist to start with. And then if you're interested in what's going on with you psychologically, then of course, psychiatrist at that point. Uh, Brown affecting V smell. I'm a mom of three-year-old. Noticed after I had my my daughter, my... (laughs) People's is it me reading or is it the way they write? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, After I had my daughter, anytime I poop, my vagina will smell differently. I can wipe, then wipe with a baby wipe, but I notice a smell. I'm, if I'm home, I shower, notice that it helps. But if I'm out, I feel like I stink. <laughs> smells almost like burnt rubber, uh, like rubber band, or like I put my legging in the dryer. It has a funk to it. Not UTI or yeast. I've gone to the doctors before. I've talked about my smells. I've been concerned about UTIs, yeast infection, vaginitis, but every test comes up negative. Is there something I can change? Is this normal? Would love your help. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Booth boys, Drew. Oh, so, boy. you know, the the whole pelvic architecture changes after a vaginal delivery, right? People can change in their orgasmic function. They can change in their libido. And the bacterial flora that creates smell in the vagina and the bacterial makeup can change, right? And it can change in such a way that it's just different. And some people are prone to more funk than others. And I can see how, for whatever reason, your situation has changed. And what can you do about it? Uh, You know, your doctor could try a course of antibiotics, see if that changes anything. You can always try the antibiotic creams for a little while to see if that changes anything. But, you know, you don't want to be douching and that kind of thing. That's not great for your vagina. I, I would see just go in there and see, look, can we try something? And I bet they would try like a metronidazole gel, something like that, to see if that changes things. It's not something serious, that's for sure. And it's not a UTI. Uh, Dr. Pants, my older brother, was a heroin meth addict since his early teens, got sober in 26. He was diagnosed with schizophrenia in his 20s. While he's sober from heroin and meth, he's a pretty severe alcoholic now. Great. He knows it's a problem, refused to address it. He says the alcohol helps calm thoughts and voices he hears. Do you have any suggestions? Yes, put him in treatment for his alcoholism. It's very having two major psychiatric illnesses, serious mental illnesses, is, is is dangerous. Uh, and get his schizophrenia properly treated so he's not hearing the voices. Uh, I wonder if some of these voices and all this business is left over from the meth. And if he was dis, I can't tell you how often people are misdiagnosed as schizophrenic when they're really just a meth addict, but they are left with sort of schizophreniform symptoms. So they need to be treated. And then his alcoholism need to be treated. And it's, it kills people. Alcoholism kills people all the time. You have to be thoroughly treated in, with his case, probably a structured environment, sober living, that kind of thing for a while. Uh, let's just follow up on a drinking problem. I'm a healthy 32-year-old with a rewarding, intense career. Grew up with my parents who drink regularly. Coworkers drink. I use bourbon to reach an introspective emotional state. I can't reach when sober. That is not... Having an unusual relationship with alcohol is not a great sign, especially when everybody drank in your family. Um, my wife, who doesn't drink, believes I have a drinking problem. Have you seen this scenario in your experience? Do you have any advice? Yes, I've seen people have all kinds of reasons to use alcohol. But when the consequences mount and the consequences are significant and they're affecting your functioning and relationships and you still keep going, we call that alcoholism. 
And uh, particularly you have a uh, family history. Well, these are really interesting ones. I want to get this other one here. Uh, I'm a sociopath. I mean, I'm mid-20s. I feel like I'm running out of options. Uh, people close to me know I've been diagnosed as a sociopath with a shit ton of other problems since I was a kid. Multiple meds, hobbies, meditation, therapy, nothing works. I either end up being sent to a local mental ward or authorities are called in because I was being honest and expressing how I felt. Oh, my God. I hate it when people go, hey, man, I'm just expressing how I felt. You can't handle it. You just can't help it. I can't help it if you can't handle it. I'm just a frank person. No, I'm certain you were horrible and threatening, and that's why police were summoned. At this point, I lost trust in any normal means of outside help. I learned that unless I take meds like lithium, which leaves me like a zombie, it's only only amount of time when uh, I go the way of old Charlie Boy or Ted. Ted Bundy? Charlie Manson. Ew. I was wondering if you knew any natural or not. Tea and marijuana helped a point, but banana peels are... Mm. Donnie Darko. Uh, dude, um, long-term intensive therapies can be helpful. Uh, dialectical behavioral therapy, when you're sort of raising awareness. If you're motivated to deal with this thing, think you know there are cognitive behavioral and dialectical behavioral therapies to help you sort of call to awareness what you're doing. Uh, but if you think you're entitled to behave in ways that harm other people, regardless, you know, of how it affects them, that is not okay. You're going to end up in prison. That's just how that works. And so before you end up in prison, before you end up hurting someone, why don't you go get some treatment? And there are plenty, if you, the only reason they would give you lithium is there must be a bipolar component to this as well. And there are many other options. Uh, a good one for you um, would be either Depakote, these mood stabilizing medications, or um, Lamotrigine. Uh, can you look up Lamotrigine for me? I'm forgetting what the, the generic name, the common name for that is Lamotrigine. Is also called Limictol. Yes, Limictol. You can get, you can be on Limictol. That'd be very good for you. Let's hear a voice message. Hey, Doctor Drew. It's Rachel, the OG butthole girl. Uh, yeah. So my question is kind of odd, but I, as a woman, have found myself relating to the guy stalker friend thing that you've touched on in the past. Oh, interesting. Um, I had a long-term boyfriend. We were together over seven years and broke up last year. Um, we've gone through different phases of not talking and talking some, but I have found myself saying that he's going to realize what he's missing and, you know, eventually the time will come where things will figure itself out. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I have no real interest in dating. I've tried it off and on. Well, mm -hmm. you know, this past year has gone by, but I just, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But you met, you gave advice to the guy who wrote in realizing that he was being this stalker guy yeah, that I he did. should, you know, find another relationship, yes. get another yes. girlfriend. So yes. should I push myself? Yes. Am I being a soccer guy? Yes. yes. Please help me. Yes. And don't worry. It's normal size. What was that? What was that? That was a, that was a reference. Well, I know. Which to, one? Uh, I know. Uh, to Ed Asner, who's uh, jerking off with uh, me. Oh, good for her. Rachel's the best. She really is. She's the butthole girl, remember? The original. <laughs> the original yeah. butthole girl. Butthole, butthole, butthole. But yeah. So God bless her. Um, but Rachel, yeah, you got to force yourself. Uh, it's, it's not okay. It's not okay to live in a fantasy, right? The fantasy is this guy's going to come around. He could, but not likely. Nah. Yeah, men don't tip. They, they sort of declare themselves early, and that's why they become stalkers because they, they, can't, they can't change gears very well. And if you're sort of eh, okay to him, you don't want to be that person to him. You don't want to be just okay. Even if he does come around and want to be with you again, you don't want that guy. You, you don't want him. You want somebody who really wants to be with you. Very important. Now, in terms of dating, I know you don't want to date, but that but do it like you, anything else you don't want to do, like diet or exercise. You got to go out, but you got to make it a discipline. You got to go out there and just try to focus on enjoying yourself. I mean, it's kind of nice spending time with people, hanging out. You can do it in, in group, small groups if you want, but you got to get out there. You got to meet people and you got to move off this guy. You you just have to. It's it's just not good for you. You're eventually going to get depressed. It's just not a, a good situation. So cut off all communication is... Uh, a healthy I, thing to do. I, you know, for men, I make them do that. I'm not sure she needs to do that. She sounds a little more flex. Men, men are not flexible. We're very rigid, you know, and uh, she sounds a little more flexible. And, and I, 
I prefer her not to be in contact with the guy because every time you're around him, it sort of resets the clock on your interest with him, even though he's not coming around. It's just you got you got to let that in. You got to accept that. Now you're not doing the thing where you're being the good friend and you're pretending to be a friend. You're kind of hanging in wait. You're sort of thinking he'll come around. He won't. Let's do this. Let's get out and meet the right guy. This is not the right guy for you. And also, you I could I could tell you too, as yeah. as a man who's who's done that on both sides. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? As a man who's been the guy who like stalked, you know, kept. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Like I was definitely friend zoned as a kid. Yeah. And um, and I put myself there. I think most men have had, have been that stalker <laughs> I guy. Totally believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I believe that too. Like yeah. we've all had because even, all had you might have been twelve and not twenty four, mm-hmm. but but you did it when you were twelve. You did it. But I've also been on the other side where a girl is you know pretending like yeah. there's something that could maybe you know whatever. And I'll tell you. Yeah. And I think now even back when I was the the on the opposite. Yeah. The other person knows that you're doing that. The other person knows they're pretty, pretty. Uh, yeah, you're. But aware. I think you're. Hang on though. Y- yes, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Particularly if the woman's doing it, the man is kind of aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when the man's doing it and they're both adults, the man can kind of hide it pretty well. And the women often thinks, "No, this is just my friend. We're just good friends." And that's a giant mistake to think that. I guess so. Maybe yeah. the, maybe the women that I've spoke to are just you know it's just anecdotal. Well, they know when you they experience. they know it when you raise it for them when you when you bring it to their attention. Mm-hmm. They go oh oh shit you're right. Um, but but if you're 12 to 14 and you're a boy doing that, you're you you have a hard time hiding it. It's sort of you know what I mean. They, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, I have. A, experience with a few that say you know we talk about it a lot where they show me like the endless unanswered dms of just oh the guys this was read this was read and he keeps going where it's like oh just well, that's that's that overt stalking that's not pretending that, to be the friend that's just <coughs> flat out stalking behaviors right 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 well yeah, yeah i guess there's there's that too i don't know yeah. i would just say that and and maybe use this as a reason to go is that they're not treating you well if they know yeah. that you think that and that's they're right. letting you do this to yourself. That's right. That's exactly so right. That's cool. exactly right. Thank you. Well done. Uh, do we have any more TikToks out there? Uh, yeah. So I want you to know I'm seeing... Oh, oh my God. <gasps> no. Why? Why not? Oh, my God. I like that guy's attitude there on the left. <laughs> that guy is just like... I'm here with my penis and my weights, doing my work, my lifting for the day. So, what can this medically do to uh, your? Well, it's dick? it's in that sort of jelking category. Do we ever talked about this? Jelking. Oh my god, jelking. Uh-oh. Yo, hold on. I think we have talked. Is that the Dude, that, pulling? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I told you about it. I, no, I think I, we've talked about it on the show. Have we? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, oh. and I'm very unimpressed. And I I will tell you when they used to do. They've stopped, thank God, doing all those penis enlargement surgeries. They used to sever the the suspensory uh, ligament, and then you would wear a weight to pull the pain, penis forward. These sort of Ugh. the whole instrument would kind of come forward a little bit. They could maybe give you an inch that way, maybe. Yeah, uh, they used to put weights on it. Yeah, and then this is the same idea. I've heard people claim that there is some lengthening with this. It's hard for me to believe it. It, it to me, it feels like you're going to have just skin on the end of an elephant trunk. You know what I mean? Like it's going to, you're going to still have the cavernous body, but there'll be a bunch of stretched skin off the top. It, it doesn't look like I don't know. I, what do I know? I, now, hold on. Know. I, it's uh, you know, I'm hearing a little uh, context between the lines here, and it sounds like we have a third doctor in this room. And Doctor Annie, can you tell us uh, your experience? Well, jelking is again, jelking yeah. is the pulling of the penis. But go ahead, tell us about it. No, yeah, I'm just saying that when, when I was saying. a kid, uh, uh, I mean. Back when I thought I had a small dick, I I was doing everything. It was I was obsessive about it. So it was like you know um, anything I could do to make it bigger. So I heard yeah the jelking. I was in the shower. I would just be fucking milking like an idiot sitting there in the shower for fucking like weeks. I would sit there and do that. Uh, <laughs> Claws to young young did it, Eddie. Did it Stalking, work? Jelking, all kinds of good stuff. Does jelking work? Uh, and I can say yeah. After months of like trying, I put weights on my dick. Bro. Oh, I'm not kidding. I tied weights around like mama. a string and let it hang. And were you how heavy like was the weight? I don't remember. It was I bought them on Amazon. It was like a thing. Yeah, there's like a there's a there's br- dick weights. Yeah, there's yes, there are dick weights. Yes, there are. There's yes, like a sir. there's like a a. a a brace you put on the penis and then the weights that come off that. Yeah. It's similar to ankle weights. So it right? didn't, it didn't, nothing worked. 
Yeah, no, I can say after months, yeah, not a fucking centimeter. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. Oh my god. Well, see him. I don't see it. Crotch drop shot. Show me. Show me. Show me. I don't see him. Is this it? I'm seeing your picture. Oh. Yeah, switch me out. Oh yes. No, but you got to see the the. Those are the kinds of weights. Look like what I got. Yeah, but you got to see the thing that the the brace. Technology has improved. It's just a weight. (laughs) Look, look at penis brace. What? What are you guys laughing at? That uh, he's saying that it's probably better. The technology, oh, the technology is much better. Those are just a little more sort of stylish. Yeah, but, men were a little more ghetto than that. Yeah, I'm sure they just look look like just little old I- iron iron dumbbells. Uh, yeah, cinder block. That's hysterical. But look for the what's the comedy is the brace. There you go. You just saw it. Isn't that the brace? That, no. What's that no. up top? There? Oh, what the fuck? Okay, you know what? These are fishing. These are fishing. The <laughs> fishing lures. So look at look at penis braces, you know, penis weight holders or penis penis weight brace or something. I don't know what they call it. Yeah, penis weights. But the but the brace is what's comical. You know, how do you how do you secure it onto the penis? There it is. There it is. Oh my god. There it is. Come on now. Our penis. There we. Go. Oh no, that's the that's the suction devices. Also, uh, here no. are some oh. weights. Twenty pound. Adjustable yeah. penis weight. Oh, there it is. You see there on the there you are. Oh, this there guy. we go. There we are. Here's the beginner. One point five pounds. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, it's not that much when you do it. That is like <laughs> that is if you were to if you were to if South Park were to put together a cartoon about penis torture, it would look like that. Wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think I'm into that's this. a penis yeah. being tortured. It's like being strangled and oh my god. Penis Wait, hold on, and then this. Oh, okay, so that's a sleeve to prevent yeah. the friction. Type. Or maybe it's another way of securing it. No, it's for chafing. Because okay, <laughs> okay, thank you, yeah. thank you, Eddie, for sharing. I it's love good. how much of an expert you no, are. Look, he for fell months. for it. <laughs> did, he did it for it. months, like an idiot. I, I, I guarantee you, this man is not alone, guys. I, I, I go ahead and write in and give me your voice messages because I know Eddie's not alone. The, the, the preoccupation that the young male has with his peni is extraordinary. And the preoccupation oh, yes. is, is it normal? Is it normal length? Is it normal size? Does it work normally? And, and we got to make sure it is this and make sure it's that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are demon pronouns? Uh, oh, yeah. I think you're going to uh, love oh, this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hi, my name's Jasper. I use they pronouns. Hi, my name is Liana. I use they demon pronouns. This video is how to use our pronouns. So we're going to basically present three sentences. Um, one of them is going to have one pronoun, the other one's going to have the other pronoun, and then the last one is going to have both pronouns interchanged. With the one so Liana the... uses okay. they, them pronouns and demon pronouns. So the first sentence would be, Liana is my partner, they are cute, and I am theirs. I love them very much, and I hope they love themselves too. For the demon pronouns, it would be, Liana is my partner, Deem is cute, and I belong to Deem. I love Demon very much, and I hope Deem loves Demon's self, too. Then interchanging the two would be, Liana is my partner, they are cute, and I am Deem's. I love Demon very much, and I hope they love Demon's self, too. Wasn't that the same thing twice? Did I miss something? But what I like no, about this, this chick... this is all really hard to understand. Yeah, or this, them, whatever they are... Um, they're, they're, she uh, she yeah. seems to be laughing while she's telling, like like she thinks it's cute or funny or something, and I appreciate that because it is funny, it is funny. Uh, one day, honey, I, I think you'll look back on this and go, "What the hell was that all about? What was that? What was I doing? I was a demon. <laughs> I was a demon, and I had to, and you couldn't use my demon noun. You had to use demon pronouns." Like all right, based Doctor Drew. <laughs> I, but I think that we, if you, if you're gonna, if you're going to sort of uh, operationalize demon pronouns, you're essentially saying pronouns don't exist. We've actually now gone Ooh. to where there are no pronouns because pronouns are just nouns. We call those nouns. I mean, a demon is a noun, and if it, it's no longer a pronoun, and that's fine if we're going to do away with pronouns. I, it's confusing. I God help anyone who's trying to learn ling- English that uh, comes from another language. But uh, let's uh, let's get our shit together here, guys. Whoo! Hell yeah, dude! Uh, long term long term effect of steroids. <laughs> I've started sleeping with a guy on anabolic steroids. His testicles are pretty much non-existent. That's the steroids. He has a difficult time achieving and maintaining erection. That's the steroids. 
What are the long-term health repercussions? He's in his mid-40s, admitted about a decade of use. Piss on me, beat me. Gorilla lover. Uh, gorilla lover, he could have permanent problems. I've seen permanent uh, erectile dysfunction. I've seen permanent libido problems. He he is taking a lot. I promise you to have oh, that boy. kind of problem before he's taking a well, lot of the show. Remember an episode Ooh. or two ago when I said we were all going to cycle together? I think yeah. you just... Uh, well, I told you that's the stuff that happened. But I, I, I but a long what time I, ago. Yeah, but what I said was I couldn't tell you whether that was going to happen for a single cycle. Mm. Oh, this is good. Butthole AIDS. 6'3", mm. 32, 215 pounds, never done any kind of ass play. I have a tight, I have a light rash that seems to start from my asshole, which is a bit itchy at times. The rash is mainly between my upper thighs, below my sack, and gets spotty into my pubic area above my shaft. A very light red. Again, Annie, would you see a doctor for this, please? Please. I would never see it, but oh my God. Um, you don't look at you. So you don't even look down at your pelvis. You never see it. I mean, like, because he's saying it's it's. It comes it's around to his... the front, though. It comes to his testicles. Right. In the front of his testicle? It sounds like he's saying it's coming through like on the bottom, you know? On the yeah, but it's coming up towards oh, the testes. Up to the uh, Very light red rash, not itchy, smooth on my skin, not bumpy. I looked at a picture of herpes, it's not that. Do I have butthole AIDS? Um, you have fungus. That is a tinea cruris that is called, and it, sometimes if you let it go too long, it can be difficult to clear, but you do need to see a dermatologist for that or just general doctor. Is that You get special cream for that? Cream and sometimes a pill called Diflucan can be helpful for that. Uh, I want to see some more videos. I like that demon thing. Let's see. Uh, breaking leg party trick. Ooh, actually, I've really wanted your opinion on this. Uh-oh. On how this happened, like how this can physically happen and why this guy isn't crying in pain. This Uh-oh. is insane. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Uh-oh. Dude. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! What the fuck? <laughs> hey, he put it back. Um, What's happening he, there? He either has a prosthetic, right? Could I be... don't think it is because he's wiggling his foot. Yeah, and it could like there's be. a lot of mobility there. Or uh, he has some sort of complete uh, rupture of all the tendons, except that lateral tendon in his knee. But why that wouldn't hurt? I don't get it. I don't, I've never seen that. But it, it does look a little prosthetic to me, i got to tell you. You think so? Yeah. I thought with all the movement, like check out the the movement in the foot. But maybe it's a prosthetic knee. I bet even then it should be more secure. Than I, I, I see it. Oh, my fucking God. See, it's already heel. loose. You see how loose yeah. his knee is already? Right. So it's already, it, it lacks the usual stability. <laughs> but then. Uh, oh! God damn. See, but then. <laughs> like the fact that he's and able he to just do that. See, it's the he's bending his knee too. Yeah, afterwards he's able to put it back in, so to speak. Like right. He's dislocating it and relocating it. Because I, I think when we watched this the first time, Tom made a pretty good point in that like most of the time when you see people with prosthetics, like it, it's a whole process of like pulling a sleeve up, buckling yeah, yeah. a thing. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I don't I don't I'm not saying it is prosthetic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying that whatever's going on there, it's a complete dislocation and why the dislocation isn't associated with pain. Yeah, and then he's just able to walk on it and then just kind of hit it in a certain way. Yeah, I like the way he kind of shakes it off, (laughs) puts it back in in place. I mean, there are things, the shoulder does that, right? You can have shoulders that are completely dislocated and you can put them back in pretty easily. Yeah, mine does that. Yeah, same. Be careful with that, by the way. Um, but that. I've never seen a knee. Dis- well, what if we look up knee dislocation? When it look like like painless, look up painless knee dislocation, and see what comes up, if anything, and see. Oh, recurrent patellar dislocation. That's different. That's different. That's just the patella That's moving the around, knee, the, just the, the kneecap knee moving around. Uh, dislocate your knee and not know it. No, this guy definitely knows it. <laughs> severe pain, severe knee pain. Yeah, he doesn't have it. Yep, none of those symptoms uh, are for him. Can you slightly dislocate? Can you still walk? And, you know, there are weird, um, ooh, subluxation syndromes. Look at that. Patel, no, it's patella subluxation. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Weird. Knee dislocation? No. Isn't that Stable something? Stable kneecap, well, that's the same patellar well, thing. Painless knee and recurrent research phenomenon of painless knee. What is that? Uh, that's the patella dislocation again, I'm sure. So we're nothing. It's a zero. Uh, I, I don't know what to do with it. We have to consult our ortho friends. Uh, again, any of you, your mom's house fans that uh, are into orthopedics, please give us a little uh, update on this stuff. So I've been holding back on something I want to do for next show. Uh, and that is I have found our gag couple, our gagging couple. <laughs> I have found their TikTok. 
and they watch your mom. They watch themselves on your mom's house, and now they're going to have to watch themselves on Doctor Drew After Dark because I am a. Should we call me a fan? I think you're a big fan. I'm a fan, and but I feel like there's something terribly wrong with me, and I, I want to um, investigate next show. I want to do a deep dive into is there something wrong with me that I find what this guy does to his wife so freaking hysterical I can't stand it. And I, I think I'm something's wrong with me, so I'm worried about myself. We're gonna have to, we're gonna get into that. Uh, and we got more coming up. Again, uh, do send more voice messages to eight one eight two five three one six nine three. And the email is drdrewfdark at gmail.com. I asked you guys for lots of updates this time, lots of things that you're going to sort of teach me about with those painless patella dislocations or painless knee dislocations. What else do we talk about? We were talking about stalking behaviors and, uh, uh, yeah. Some some, uh, weird shits, no emotions. Weird shits, no gas, no emotions and schizoid. So lots of interesting stuff for you guys to communicate with me about. I appreciate it. Uh, Booth Boys, thank you as always, and uh, we will see you all next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.